Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm James McMillan. And I'm Sal Chirkach. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I quit. I quit. <laughs> he doesn't even know my name. Uh, I'm actually Sarah Chilcott. And I'm Waltz Chili Bowl. Wait. No, you're no. not. You Man. wish. We'll never get this right. <laughs> what a fun gag we do every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> well, audience, here we are. Here we are. Post Christmas. We survived 2020 everyone. at this point. If you're listening to this, we're right. still with you. In our real time, we haven't quite arrived at 2021. But we are done with Christmas and we had a delightful little Christmas despite everything. Mm-hmm. Which I was very pleased to experience. Yes, a masked up, yeah. smaller version of our normal Christmas. Yeah, windows open as distance as we could possibly be in that little room. And but we did our our best. It was quick. We were yeah, kind of right. in and out of oh, there yeah. pretty fast. Like Real quick. As soon as we finished opening presents, everyone just kind of stood up. Yep. My daughter was like, are we leaving? And I was like, yep, that's yep. what we got to do. We got to get out of here. Yeah, that was the deal. That was the deal. Going to do a gift exchange and yeah. bail. Light at the end of the tunnel. You don't want to be the one to ruin it right at the end here. No kidding. So, um, yeah, that was good. I hope everyone had a, a great Christmas. Hey. A happy New Year. Yeah. Um, before we get too much into what's going on today, yeah. I, I hear something. Oh, do you? Yeah. Let, let, me, let me check on it. It's just in. It is a high of 53 and sunny today and not Disneyland. And it is 64 degrees and sunny at Disneyland. And Excellent. As we heard from our friends in the San Diego area, it hadn't rained since October. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not how we live here. Nope. <laughs> no. Hey, speaking of which. Yeah. We have some pretty freaking exciting guests today with us. We sure do. We are going to talk to Lisa and Ryan from Walt's Chili Bowl Finally! Yay! They have been our our internet best friends for a while. We have not met them in person, but we have had a special bond with them since day one. Yeah. And uh, we are so stupidly excited to talk to them today. Uh, it's been a long time coming. And then, you know, eventually we will actually hang out with them at the park. And uh, it it's definitely... I, I can see this as being like one of those lifelong friendships. Oh, for sure. It, it yeah. just happened and it was very natural um we love them they're yep. wonderful and uh we hope you guys enjoy this interview I mean, i'm not even gonna call it an interview it's not an interview no. conversation well and also kind of game time game time yeah yeah you want to explain what they did so they mailed us a box of candy canes that we're gonna call candy canes because they're in the shape of candy canes <laughs> yes only technically candy canes i can't tell you what flavors they are because we haven't tasted them yet right but we're going to taste them on the air with Lisa and Ryan. They have their own sets at their home. And uh, we're going to try and figure out what they are. But let me just tell you, they're not peppermint. They're not cherry. No. They're not flavors you should ever put in a candy cane. No. They are packaged and they are in a tin. And we can smell <sighs> them Through from the across tin. the room. Yeah. They're horrifying. That'll give you an idea of how potent these are. They're also not colors candy canes should be. But, yeah, one of them is sort of gray. Yeah, it was funny describing the colors. It's like, okay, now let's try the not-so-gray and white one. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, gray. Great candy cane flavor. So, uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of this episode with Lisa and Ryan from Walt's Chili Bowl, and check them out on YouTube. Do you guys want to tell us what we're doing today? It's a surprise. Yes. Okay, so we sent a Christmas gift, albeit late, so sorry about that, of flavored candy canes. We at Walt's Chili Bowl, we love um, to try disgusting things. Well, I wouldn't say we love it. We love the challenge aspect of things. Yeah. And we like the entertainment factor. So Yeah, of course, with a Disney tie-in always. So this is why this is a little... Uh, a little different because these aren't Disney candy canes, but there is a way that we would like you guys to try to guess the flavors. And the flavors do somehow tie into some kind of Disney food at the parks. Okay. We are horrified and excited at the same time. <laughs> and we 
smell them already through the pack. It's not pleasant. (laughs) It doesn't smell like candy of any kind. Yeah. We sniff tested it too. We have yet to try ourselves. We will be tasting at the same time. And uh, we put, you know, your, your own little bundle for, for each of you together with the little Alice in Wonderland try me tags. James, why don't you open it and read the tag that Lisa put in there? Oh, my little, my little rhymey poem, little Wonderland poem. (laughs) This is the tag in the box. It says, these treats may not make you grow or shrink a tad, but they might make you gag. (laughs) Love, Billy Bull. (laughs) We love you guys so much for participating. You're such good sports because we just love, we're just such huge Disney dependent fans in general so so we're just honored to be on your podcast today and have you be doing a challenge a disney challenge with us disney food challenge well (laughs) thank you and likewise we are fans of walt's chili bowl and of you two as people and we're so freaking excited to be talking to you guys and actually i guess meeting you it's so weird because it kind of feels like we've already done this before because i've watched you so many times i know your kitchen and your kids and yeah like, I know you know our voices and it's just so strange, but um, I was actually just telling my friend Amy before I came over here, I was like, yeah, we're going to interview Walt's Chili Bowl. And she goes, oh, that's going to be so great. And so. yeah, same here. We feel like we know your family and your your dad, you know, um, you know, Jimbo, as <laughs> you call it. <laughs> we just, you know, listen to that podcast. What was it? It was early on episode four or five or something. Yeah. Yeah, and um, it, it was just so cool to hear his story of working at Disneyland. And he, we worked in the same area. He was obviously on the east side of Main Street. Yep. And so all the offices in the back of the stores that he's talking about, you know, we have been. You've been there. We've been, been there. You've been in it. <laughs> it's just so cool to connect with other Disney dorks. Oh, you man. Know? Yeah. Not to say that you guys are dorks, but I mean, <laughs> but it's just like. It's a term of endearment. You yeah, guys it's a term know. of endearment, you know. We're dorks, oh, we 100%. Are dorks. Yes, I was just going to say that, Ryan. That's that's actually been one of my favorite parts about doing this podcast. We had no intention of this sort of stuff happening. I mean, I called my sister during like the hardcore lockdown. And I was like, hey, do you want to do a podcast about our obsession with Disney? And that's that was it. You know what I mean? Like that was, that was freaking all it was going to be. But now we're meeting all these people. We just had Philander Butler on the show. You know, it's, I mean, there's like five upwards of 10 people we've met, Flying House Threads, they're buddies of ours that happen to live in the same area that are making really rad Disney design merchandise. Um, on Instagram, yeah. so, 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 so cool. Yeah, and so anyway, you guys, but you guys are like the top. Like Definitely. it started a long time ago and Sarah was like, you guys have to check out this YouTube channel. And I, and I remember the name, she kept saying Walt's Chili Bowl, Walt's Chili Bowl. And I finally got a chance to check it out. So anyway, I, I also am completely stoked to have finally met you guys. It's a bummer. It's not in real, real life, but we'll get there. Eventually, we're going to do it in a live challenge at some point. The 2021, sure. right? Did we decide on the corn dog teacups, fried pickles? What did you guys decide in? I like the fried pickles or the something on the raft to the island. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Like, That's my so the eat the turkey eat leg the, by the who time. Who can eat the turkey leg before we get to Tom from, Sawyer's Island? From New Orleans Square. I don't know. We need to time that because we still don't know. It could be, I, it goes a little it's slow. It's doable. Anything's <laughs> doable if you try. I agree. This is America. We can do it. <laughs> I also just thought of another one today where um, every single time you're on, it. well, okay, you're on It's a Small World and every single time you hear It's a Small World, you have to like take a bite of something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> be hundreds of bites within the 15 minutes or so. <laughs> It'll be so full. <laughs> yeah, but I hear you saying about the connections with other people. I feel the same way. I feel, I mean, it's meeting people that feel like we connect on this level of you just understand that Disney magic in a way that other like people don't. And that connection is just so amazing. And because Disney people are just so. So awesome. Like, have you ever met somebody who loves Disney or Disneyland and is like a big dick or something? No. Not really. No. No. Like, he's really into Disney and God, but you don't want to talk to me. He's a total dick. 
I was, I was just going to point at myself. Well, maybe. No. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I might be that person too. Yeah. Yeah. You never Me too. Know. Yeah, we're all kind of dicks. <laughs> no, but that, that is a good point because it's it it requires you to be just a kid. It requires you to be not take yourself too seriously for one. And I think it attracts a lot of people from different walks of life. I mean, at first glance, I, I wouldn't fall into the category of someone that would even like any of this stuff. But I, if you know me for more than 10 minutes, like, oh, yeah, that's very clear that he's obsessed with that stuff. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. It, it's kind of like at first, like you're saying at first glance, it, it's so true. Um, and it kind of ties into you guys with your recent the, the the social clubs i have enjoyed those interviews so much and learning more about them and of course your guys social club with team dynamite is so cool and it kind of ties into when you guys talk about how it, yes. it looks like right yeah it looks like a biker's club like you think yeah I'm i always, i've always been so stoked when i see those clubs yeah. i'm such a like a recluse and like kind of like a loner that like it would be hard for me to like put myself out there to like start a club and I've always been envious of those, those people that just like mass gather, you know, <laughs> and there's like 10, 12 deep of them, like uh-huh. walking through the park and you're like, yes, these guys are so rad. Well, and how many are in your club here? You got, you guys got like eight, six. No, I think six. Those <laughs> <laughs> three. And then my daughter, Kate, and my husband, who is so not into this at all, we just forced it on him. We bought him a women's extra large vest at Goodwill and put, crap all over it and made him wear it to the park it's too short it has pleats he hates us so much and then our sister who we jumped in at halloween i love it sarah what's it like being married to somebody that's is he non-disney or is he just he doesn't get the magic he doesn't get it not like anti-disney he likes going to disneyland he loves he said just recently he told me I would be a hundred percent fine with never going back ever again in my life. It doesn't make me sad. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. You know, what's funny as much as like, I'm like, I love Disney and I love going to the parks and I love how it takes me away to where I'm not concerned about anything else that's going on in the world. But I can also understand how people are not into Disney. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I have people at my work that are like, "Are you kidding me? Like, how how do you love that?" And but I get it. I get it. It's it's not for everybody, but, but you, it's definitely for me. You sympathize for them. I don't sympathize <laughs> for them, but I kind of understand. You know, it's 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 overpriced. You know, the crowds are crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be standing in line all day and not riding rides. Mm-hmm. And I can understand if somebody doesn't really have that magic inside of them that's a nightmare <laughs> but i'm willing to 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 go through it all because i want to experience main street and i want to experience you know yeah. big thunder i you know i'm pirates, i'm in it everything pirates. everything we I'm just magic. live there yeah. we fantasize about you know can we rent out an apartment up up top of a uh, main street you know can we rent out Walt's apartment please <laughs> i was going to say too i think that part of the reason and we've talked about this a lot. I think for me, and, and it's different for everyone, but just me personally, I, I can see why someone like your husband doesn't grasp it to the lunacy level that we do. Again, he's like a blast to be at Disneyland with. You know, he loves doing it while he's there. But I think for me, I did so much dumb, dangerous traveling a lot when I was younger that I got a lot of that out of me. So now for me, Disneyland is perfect. <laughs> I know what I'm getting. I can expect something that's familiar from the past when I was a kid. There, there's like a tradition to it. And that just, I'm not saying that you have to have died inside the way I have. <laughs> I just mean that like if you didn't do a lot of that when you're younger, I could see you wanting to, you're craving that now. And there's people that they want to, to get that adrenaline rush in different ways. Disneyland isn't that for them, you know? It just, it doesn't fulfill that thing that it does for people like me. Well, and I also think that we, well, 
Ashley didn't. So it doesn't make sense that she's a huge fanatic based on this example I'm about to give. But James and I grew up down there and we had our dad who was obsessed and it was just a way of life. We were taught that this is how it is and there was no say in it. We just, that's, yeah. it was part of our code. And Josh was born here and he did, he went to Disneyland one time as a kid, you know, in a van full of his cousins and his parents and aunts and uncles and everything. They drove down there. It was a huge thing. They were probably in the park for one day and he just has no like childhood memories of it. And he's just not typically a nostalgic guy anyway. And so for him, it's like, he doesn't love to do the same things over and over. Yes. And actually, in no other place in my life do I either. Like, I I like to go to a different restaurant every day. I don't want to order the same thing. Mm -hmm. I like moving because I like new houses. I love hotels. I love different all the time. I want to meet new people. and But I like my safety net. Yeah. And Disneyland is part of that safety net for me. It's not at all for Josh. Right. Totally understand well, yeah. do you guys want to go on to our game time? Oh, God. We've been stalling, haven't we? Have we've we been, been stalling. unintentionally stalling? <laughs> we've just been stalling. Whole damn. I have to edit out like, like a 10-minute clip of us literally just stalling because it would never be watchable. So if you guys need to edit some of this, stall. <laughs> we We're going to publish this entire thing, so oh don't you worry God. about it. I mean, we'll edit, but it's we're not trying to cut it down to a little video like you guys do, so... Should we start out with a color? Do we want to go with uh, maybe, why don't you grab your pink ones? Okay. Got it. Okay. Pink oh, God. What is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> Sit back and enjoy watching someone else eat something disgusting for once. <laughs> your knife, James. Oh, I just broke it in half. No, yep. never mind. Yeah, good call. Breaking it in half. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> go ahead and taste. It smells like meat. Oh my god. Like pot roast. Oh my god. Mm. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh god, there's got junk in my mouth. Is that dog food? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me why I know what dog food tastes like. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like how cat food smells. Mm hmm Yes. It's funny. I know what it is, so now take a take a bite. Oh, Oh, don't make him take a bite. I ate it by accident. No, I will. I've got it. Ryan's on to something. Yeah. Really <laughs> bowls on as our guest. We're taking a bite. Okay, let me let me Thank also you. just add that it tastes frighteningly similar to our Disney snack foods in a blender challenge. Oh, no. <laughs> Very much like it. Okay, I'll be honest. It's not half bad. Yeah, I'm with you, Ryan. I like it. I'm with you. It's really not that bad. I thought it was going to be a lot, lot worse. Okay, you guys ready? Okay, tell us. All right, ham flavored. Okay. I knew it. I was uh, thinking bacon. What is it called? It's called Handy Canes. Handy they canes. all have different names, but the Disney food tie-in. Let's do a Monte Cristo sandwich. Yeah, Monte Cristo. Yeah, yeah. At the Blue Bayou, maybe? It's <laughs> your tie-in, or Disney tie-in. All right. Are you guys a fan of the Monte Cristo at Blue Bayou? Oh, it's one of gosh. my favorite yeah. ever. Yeah, a common opinion. Do I am not, not a fan. I want one bite, and then I'm just like, too much fried yeah. ham. <laughs> I will take one bite. I'll enjoy that bite, but I can't do a sandwich. Okay. She, every time. Well, my, my dad, uh, who is no longer with us, used to, when I was little, and we lived around Walt's Disney World uh, when I was like 10 or 11 years old, they had TGIF restaurants there. You'd always get the Monte Cristo. So I think maybe it's a nostalgia thing for me too, but mm. damn. I don't know. Milk, it, milk cheese on any or in anything. I'm going to eat it. Lisa, are you from Florida? I'm not from Florida. I've lived many places, kind of like a military family, because wherever the steel construction job that my dad was doing, he was the vice president of like steel construction company where they would build stadiums and stuff. And so we actually lived in Tampa while he was working on um, Pleasure Island, which is now Disney Springs. His, uh, steel construction company built most of Pleasure Islands. Yeah, I do have good memories of Walt Disney World from that time too, but only for a couple of years. That's have super you, cool. You guys said you haven't been to Walt Disney World yet, right? Not yet, Not yet. Ah. but we're going. Wait, what is yeah. this? A is this a reveal right here? The reveal. It's a reveal. Oh, no way. Tell us more or you can save it. We don't want to steal your thunder. 
No, this is, I mean, we don't have a plan for this reveal. This is it. We're, this, yeah, we're revealing it. it. Yeah. We're going. Ash basically was just like, I've had enough of this BS. And she just booked some tickets for her and James. And she texted, James was still asleep. So she texted the uh, us three and she's like, I did something bad, real bad. And then I was just like, oh God, this means I have to do it too. So I started trying to like work in my head. How am I going to tell Josh I'm doing this insane thing right after he gets back from his trip? And uh, James is still asleep, still asleep, still asleep. Ash and I are going back and forth forever. <laughs> she's like, is he dead? And then she, he read it and then he didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, eventually he came around and he's like, yeah, it's worth it. And uh, money be damned. We're going to just do this. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So That's excited. Great. Now are you guys going to do episodes while you're out there? I think yeah. we'll at least record some stuff. So my friend Michelle, we had on the, the podcast a few episodes ago. She's coming with us. Oh, how fun. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. It's going to be great. So excited for you guys. Oh, so excited. All right. Pick the next color. They're all kind of the same color. Well, there's two that are quite similar. Let's do the one that's like darker than the two. There's two that are kind of beigey grayish. Let's do the darker one. Does that help you pick? Kind yeah. of the browner one. Yeah. Right. Hold on. So which one? This one. Is that oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you already lick it? Yeah. <laughs> so are you doing the dark one or the yellow one? Dark one. Oh, dark. Watch out. <laughs> oh. Oh. Mm-mm. Oh, I'm not going in for a second. Look oh, at my, oh, God. <laughs> that is horrendous. It's really Ryan, horrendous. he's just a, he's a pro by now. Oh, oh really? no, you don't even like this in real life. No, I don't. <laughs> All right. Oh, what's my it, God. What's it <laughs> That's bad. That's so horrible. Okay, somebody guess. Wait, you got to buy it. No, they do. I'm not even licking it for a second, though. All right, for content, good content. Let's go. <laughs> is it fish? What? Is it fish? That's no. a good guess, but it is not. No. It's actually a. Should I give him a hint? A yeah, vegetable. Yeah. It's a vegetable. I don't know. Oh. It's a vegetable? Oh. Oh. Is it that the dead the death fruit thing? No. No. They can kill you if you pick them in a forest without knowing what they are. I mean, Mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got an Alice in Wonderland tie in here. Let's trip, everybody. <laughs> that is horrendous. You guys are awesome. What do they got? Saltines? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I need some saltines. Why didn't we ever think All of right, saltines? All right, next one. Let's do the lighter one. Okay. No, I don't. Let's get on some saltines here. They had the right idea. Okay, so the lighter yellow? It's like kind of beige, and then the and there's a brighter yellow. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I guess. Am I colorblind? Yeah. There's a distinctive uh, yellow and white one, and then there's kind of like a gray and white one. Okay. And we're doing the which gray one? one? The grayer one? Yeah. yeah. Let's do the gray one. Okay. Oh, God. Can't go wrong with a gray candy cane. <laughs> oh, that is. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> oh, dear God, that's fish. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, smell it after you lick it. That's the worst. Oh. And there's something about your breath. No, it wasn't my breath. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. Oh. Oh, yuck. Oh, yeah. That is definitely fish. Oh. Yeah. Oh, bite it. <laughs> it's 10 times worse when you bite it. All right, James. Oh, you bite it. Yes, I bit it and I just about barfed. <laughs> oh. Why did I do that? All right. It's definitely in the fish family. Clam chowder? Got it. It's clam yeah. flavored. <laughs> Good job. And who else loves a bowl of clam chowder in a bread bowl at New Orleans Square? Well, it's really bowl. Don't enjoy this, though. No. Oh, wow. Oh, 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 You guys are doing awesome. Three out of four. One more. <laughs> Sarah's gone for more whiskey. She ran out. Yeah. There you go. Whiskey. We should have never brought you into our world. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm so glad to be a part of it. Like Ariel. All right. There's one left. All right. One left. All right. This one I don't think is going to be too bad. Okay. I don't get anything from the smell. You guys smell anything? No. 
I don't either. I find if you lick it and then smell it. Oh, God. Right. Oh, yeah, there it is. Here we go. It smells like vomit. <laughs> Ew! Ew! It does! It does! It does! <laughs> like back and forth. Like swish it around like mouthwash. Is that supposed to be buttered popcorn? You know what? That's a good guess. Ash, that's a good if guess. If somebody told me it was buttered popcorn, I'd say, yeah, that's buttered popcorn. Honestly, but it's not. It doesn't really taste what what it is. Here, Maybe I'll bite um, it. It does. You want me to tell you what it smells like? Yeah. It smells exactly like a newborn's diaper. <laughs> it does. It's some kind of rancid bodily something. Vomit, baby. Poop. Okay. Uh, no more. Okay. So I'll give you a hint. This food is sold in the Disney parks. Um, for example, maybe on a child's menu. Anywhere on a child's menu. Anywhere on a child's menu. Jolly Holiday, it's Carnation Cafe. Child's staple right there. Ash has got it. I know it. Mac and cheese? Yeah. 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 Congratulations. Giving it that vomity flavor. <laughs> That's it. That baby diaper aroma. <laughs> Uh-huh. And buttered popcorn. Every time someone makes microwave popcorn in my house, I'm like, somebody changing a baby? <laughs> you, you must hate the movie theater. You have forever changed my feelings about microwave popcorn. <laughs> I will think of that. I do hate movie theaters. <laughs> Not for that reason. Theaters. They love movie theaters. I am always freezing and I always have to pee. And the whole time I'm thinking about what if I have to pee? So I'm focused on when I'm going to need to get up, even though I don't yet. No. We just need to strategize before you go, okay? <laughs> a sweater, blanket, uh, urinate prior, maybe Foley catheter. Well, but... you, you got the nur nurses here, so we could hook you up with a Foley catheter and then you won't have to worry about it at all during the movie. <laughs> I can't wait to get back to a movie theater. Yeah, he, he was all about the movie theaters. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go. It was always so loud, too. I don't know. So, I don't know. That's Okay, tangent. <laughs> That's our thing. Ash and I would go like once a week at least. Twice. Twice. Wow. Ugh, they better come back. They better come back stronger than ever. I know. That and live music. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, let's talk about your channel for a little bit. For <laughs> <laughs> Ash is having like a moment right now. She just went, Ugh. What just happened? I smelled all of them. There's a pile. The pile is in front of me right now. Let's get them out of here. <laughs> Honestly, the clam one was the only one that was like truly horrible. They were I, all bad. They were all bad. The mac and cheese one kind of started tasting good. No. The meat one, the ham the one. <laughs> It definitely reminded me of like those begging strips, like the dog treats. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. And if anybody out there wants to know where they can find these fine candy canes, it's a brand called Archie McPhee. Um, not a sponsor, of course, but here's like an example of the back of the clam one, you know, clamby canes. Oh my god. <laughs> Lots of fun. And they have many other flavors, including pizza, ketchup. What are some other ones? We tried to pick the worst. <laughs> of course. <laughs> pizza would also have that vomity flavor because of the oh, for sure. Yeah. Like Chuck E. Cheese. Bleh. Like hangover. Chuck E. Cheese hangover. Ketchup <laughs> yes, wouldn't be that bad. No, it'd be probably sweet, tart. A little vinegary. Yeah, I think I could get behind a ketchup candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> what was another one? Miso soup. That one wouldn't have been bad. Ooh. Yeah, that might be good. He's back. Yeah, true. That's the problem with the clam. Is it was sweet clam? <laughs> it was like. It's not supposed to be sweet. Clam yeah. chowder. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <gasps> There's the name of the uh, segment, Dessert, <laughs> Dessert Clam, Clam Chowder. chowder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, let's talk about your channel for a little bit, for the listeners. You guys started the channel, I believe, like you, you guys were going to the park a little bit, and then the park shut down. I mean, you'd only put out a few episodes. Actually, we never went inside <laughs> the park as well as Chili Bowl. <laughs> the we, resort. The resort, yeah. I mean, we, we started... <laughs> On, on Main Street, I think. Well, or... no, it was downtown Disney. We did a, our first two episodes are at Disneyland Hotel where we went into Trader Sam's and then uh, we searched for the Disney cats. 
which we found yeah. like four of them that yeah. day. It was crazy. And then the second one was in downtown Disney with finding like, you know, snacks on a budget. And we were just going to go hard from there. I mean, it was from outside kind of going inside and our, we were going to start to incorporate all of the challenges. Um, we were going to have a series called um, six beers in. And so it would be like six beers on the Matterhorn, uh, you know, at six beers in, on the Matterhorn, six beers in, you know, we have a high tolerance, so maybe we kick it back <laughs> to like four beers in, but you know, we members a lot and we don't really, you know, we wouldn't wish that upon them to do a code B, which is the clean up the vomit code for our sake, but it would make hell of a funny content. So we just had all these ideas of which some we've talked about earlier and um, with you guys and then, yeah. And then, shutdown happened. So to sit here at our kitchen was the last thing we would ever, ever think about doing. Uh, and Ryan kind of grumbled through the ideas at the kitchen table. Because I didn't want to do it. You know, I was, I was thrilled. Uh, I, I like YouTube as a platform. And, you know, as I was watching it and Lisa was like, Hey, let's, let's do this. I thought it was cool. Like come with us to Disneyland. Like how fun is that to bring, because we watch other people, you know, that have as you YouTube guys do, channels, right? You know, Best Life and Beyond, Fresh Baked, all those, you know, Justin Scarred and just, yeah. So it's great entertainment for us, you know, when we're not at the parks. And, you know, it's better than watching reruns of Seinfeld. But so I thought it was just a fun idea just just to, to go. And we, we really wanted to get enough subscribers where we could start to live stream there obviously to really feel because just it's like such a gift to people who don't live close to like yeah just go through the platform of youtube to feel like you're there um but yeah that really got sidelined so we yeah, just so kept waiting and waiting but we wanted to keep the channel alive we didn't want it just to die off we're kind of committed at that point and we're <laughs> like okay well what can we do that's fun that's disney related and yeah. of course growing up maybe in the cky jackass era uh, yeah you know, let's just do let's something just stupid. <laughs> put ourselves on the line to make people laugh, but do it at the best place in the world, being Disneyland. Um, so we, we're we just kind of struggling through waiting to get back, as I'm sure you guys are and everybody is. It's torturous. No, it's, it's horrendous. <laughs> we can't wait. I just can't wait for all of it to go back. You guys want to go to Walt Disney World with us? <laughs> <laughs> yes yes. <laughs> yes please that would be amazing holy cow um, I, I feel like uh joe exotic or what's his name the tiger yeah the tiger guy like thinking about christmas though and going i'm never financially going to recover from this <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i mean we're lucky especially with three boys but yes yeah. very, very financially wise yeah the I, I was just <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about tickets alone. Yeah, yeah, I'm in between Joss and and I do plan on working back at Disneyland whenever they open, no matter how. Because I originally worked at Disneyland to be in the parks at night with no crowds, all to myself. It was the most amazing, magical thing ever. So that's the goal: is to get Walt's Chili Bowl back in there as soon as possible. Yes, please. Have you gone <laughs> to um, downtown? Yeah. Yeah, downtown Disney. Buena Vista Street. Yeah, downtown. Have you guys done any of that stuff? I mean, DC? No, no. We were a little off put by, um, we knew how crazy crowded it was going to be in the beginning. So we were, we were debating if we should go the first day of opening, and we didn't because we knew well, we were going to stay at a hotel, like a friendly neighbor hotel. And then, but we knew we'd probably have to start waiting in line at like three in the morning. And that was truly the case for a lot of people. And then, um, so we said, well, let's just put it off a little while. And then I started to see like um, some of my favorite YouTuber people. Like I also like Mr. Cheesy Pop and stuff. And they were doing videos. And I also like Five Fires. They were like live streaming, doing videos of there. And like all within the past like few weeks, they've gotten COVID. Like after their <laughs> downtown Disney videos. Yeah. And the thing is, it's just not the time. Like as much as I want the parks to open and I want the whole, everything to open, movie theaters, all of it. It's just... But it, but when you do look at the live stream, it looks like it's being done very safely. Don't yeah. you guys agree? Yeah. I mean, people are not yeah. on top of each other. It looks very safe, as in Disney style, but, you know, guess safety first, of course. So I trust Disney. But I think it was, we just chose just to, just to hold off a little longer. Yeah. yeah. 
I know I get it. And everyone's got to have their own thing. I mean, the three of us have our own version of how we see all this. Totally. I'm a little bit on the other side where I'm a freedom over safety person. So I, I want Disneyland to open. I want everything to open. And I'm the same way. If you want to do it, go. If you want to stay at home in quarantine, stay at home in quarantine. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean there's no restrictions. Social distance, wear masks, just like Florida. I mean, Walt Disney World's making it happen. Um, so from where I'm standing, I don't see the difference. And if California's lockdowns were working, then we wouldn't have the spikes they're having right now. Not to go down some thing, but that is sort of how I feel about it. <laughs> but we're going to do that. Going, but now we're going down it, and here we go. <laughs> don't get me wrong. We love DCA. We love Buena Vista Street. Oh, my gosh. The magic is there. But just not in the way that Main Street or Disneyland is. I mean, if, if Disneyland opened today, we would be there waiting in line for yeah. two days in a tent. You know, like, it would just be a little different. We've been, We're ready. Yeah, I think we've been there so much, like, you know, downtown Disney and, and Buena Vista Street that, like, we're, we're okay with waiting. I, I think we're know? concluding. Our conclusion. If the, if the, yeah, Disneyland Park opened up, sorry, I'd be there No, long. our conclusion of all this is, I just realized, our conclusion is DCA isn't worth COVID, but Disneyland is. <laughs> I agree with that. And not even, and to, to your point, it's not even DCA. Is wor- isn't worth COVID. It's, it's shopping. And at this point, not even food. Right. So if the attractions were open at DCA, that might be one thing. It's not even the full park. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. Like, it's not the same. It's just not even close to the same. But it is tempting at the thought of being able to enter DCA for free. Like, that's pretty cool. Otherwise, it's 120 bucks in the pot every time. So that's, mm-hmm. I want to go almost just to take advantage of like, <laughs> the freeness of it um and i'm sure we will go eventually but it does feel it feels odd and sad to be like a disney related channel so close you know we're 50 minutes away and uh and not have gone yet but that's that is far enough because you guys are in the san diego area is that right yeah, northern. Like northern san diego so we're like it's it's pretty easy a hop skip and a jump up five shot. yeah but it's still just far enough away that you know, to get in line and do the whole thing, it's got to be kind of worth it for you. You guys have kids, you have jobs. It's it's a little tough. Right, yeah. right. It is. Yeah, it's not like living in town, but yeah. yeah. Well, we're so excited for you guys to go to Walt Disney World. I yeah. can't wait to see content and Instagram posts and everything. That's so exciting. Um, is this in January? February. 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 Oh. Hoping things die down a little bit between now and then so that we're not dealing with the same level of anxiety I'm having right the second because James is on one side and I'm pretty far on the other side, but I'm also a total pushover with peer pressure problems. I mean, I have no mind of my own whatsoever. So I it's, I'm a follower that's I'm a people pleaser and a follower. And now that I've finally wrapped my head around it and I'm like, I've accepted it. I've put money into it. I'm like, I am a hundred percent in. Yeah. But there was about a week there where I was like, what the hell am I doing? Right. Why am I doing this? And now I'm fully committed. Good for you. Go all full board in. I think February is going to be a great month to go. Yeah. I think that curve will definitely be coming down. It's not supposed to be super crowded. I mean, they've got like limits on people and you see the wait times are still really long, but they're in like 35% or something capacity. So it can't be that bad. I think it's long wait times because of all of the things that they're doing to keep people safe. So that's my hope. We'll see when we get there. Who knows? But you know, we'll come back and quarantine in our homes and try and be safe. But yeah, yeah, it's it's really exciting. We've never been, and it, it feels a little bit weird to go there for the first time during this time, but also at the same time, it's like, well, maybe we'll get more out of it because there's fewer people and we can kind of see it in a different way. And Good point. It's so enormous. I mean, when I was living there in the late 80s, I mean, they didn't have Universal Studios and, you know, Animal Kingdom. Are you guys going to try to hit up all of the different parks? Yeah, yeah. they're bringing back park hoppers for this, so... We can do all of the parks and yeah. Yeah. We're going to do it up. You know, and I, I, it was funny. I actually had a moment the other day. I was at the grocery store and it was especially packed because it was right before Christmas. But the, the grocery store was 
absolute chaos. I mean, it was lunacy, you know, and yeah, people were wearing masks and everything, but it was, <laughs> it was craziness. And I remember thinking, I'm like, Walt Disney, I've been watching these vlogs for months now. And it's way more in order than my local grocery store. <laughs> I mean, it's, it leaps and bounds more safety. It's not even comparable to my local QFC. And it's outside. And it's outside. <laughs> I saw that exact same thing at the grocery store. It was like the day before Christmas Eve. And I had to pick up some stuff. And it was just lunacy, like you said. And they had to like shut the doors down. And they started developing the line outside. Well, and then you think of Disneyland being closed, which is definitely probably going to be close to a year. And you're like, damn you, some, Damn you. Makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem very um, consistent. That's my only. Exactly. And, yeah. It is not. And it is really killing families and their livelihood and small businesses across the board. And, and, and I know there's good science there's good reason behind that of course we're nurses we work in the hospital we know it's important to uh, not to reach over capacity and there's only so many hospital beds and there's only so much staff but you know the hospital can be overwhelmed for this short time and they can bring in traveler nurses and they can build tents to treat patients but what is happening to the small businesses and the family right now in California to offshoot um, just the hospitals being, you know, over capacity for a while. I would rather take the hospitals being over capacity than yeah. you're talking about there's not enough ventilators. Well, okay, that's been solved. You know, I don't know. It, yeah, the whole situation's so hard. It is you know? hard. And every, yeah, like you guys said, everybody has, we're all navigating it differently and everybody has their different opinions, which we totally are respectful. You know, I'm sure somebody might be listening to this going like, oh, lots of Chili Bowl hates Newsome and they're canceled now. <laughs> But yeah, it's okay. Respectful. Go ahead, unsubscribe. I'll have 100 <laughs> followers now. <laughs> from 198. Have we met anyone who likes Newsom though? Like no, I mean that's the thing. I, I don't. I wouldn't worry about it. It seems pretty across the board that he's uh, not liked. In he's that overdoing state. it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, His winery was open while all the other small businesses go. That was that was it. That was. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty it's, douchey. It's like the definition of the elite. Um, well, if you guys could be doing one thing with the channel, what would you... I mean, it sounds like you you want to be on the grounds. You want to be in the park v vlogging and making content from the park. Is that more or less it? Which is funny because that's kind of where our fan base has come from. That's They know us with our kitchen in the background, which was never supposed to be... And maybe when we leave and get back to the park, like nobody's going to watch it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we miss your kitchen, guys. Back the kitchen. <laughs> like, shit, like our viewership's down. Like, let's do a kitchen video. <laughs> so, you know, Lisa's the brains behind Walt's Chili Bar. She thinks of all the stuff. And, I have know, a lot of fun. I, I just show up and, and act stupid. I call him my talent. He kind of waits in the trailer till I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Wait, but, are you saying, Sarah, that you're the talent in the trailer? <laughs> for sure. 100%. I show up with no preparation. <laughs> and days of preparation. James does all the audio stuff. And I just literally show up five minutes before we start recording, pour myself or have Ash pour me whiskey. And I sit down and start talking. I'm, a, I'm just an idiot with a mouth. <laughs> love it oh my gosh you and ryan so besties like you will see our early kitchen videos like there's a few where ryan's coming to sit down with his drink and you literally say all right lisa what are we doing today <laughs> like begrudgingly <laughs> i love that i i love to hear that you're not alone so so i don't know what is what will happen in the future when the park's open we, and we really where where it will Take us, but you know? we our goal. I would really love to get back. Into, I would love to focus on the original, which was food challenges in the park, or even attraction challenges. You know, just challenges. Like we said, we kind of named. You know, but just growing up with the jackass guys. Or real, that was that's kind of the source of inspiration for Walt's yeah. Chili Bowl. I mean, that's fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. You just want to see people uh, in pain or eating something disgusting. I mean, you know I mean? <laughs> who, who doesn't like lunch? What's better? <laughs> Then make them go on Space Mountain. 
<laughs> but and it sounds like you guys are willing and uh, willing to join us at some point for a, in the parks challenges. We are just so excited to do so. I have to ask when when was the last time you guys had been to the park? The very end of January with our entire extended family. So it was like I think total of twenty one of us at one point maybe 19 i don't know somewhere around there you navigate with that many people in your party <laughs> you break up you into don't. chunks but uh, we started together we all went on one boat on pirates of the caribbean <laughs> i think you talked about that in one of your episodes which is so awesome yeah that is cool we yeah. couldn't believe it was really happening so yeah i mean we had every single person in our macmillan side of the family except for my oldest daughter and our brother-in-law scott everyone else was with us yep. like it was insanity <laughs> yeah i mean it, it just fit yeah it was nuts it was so, a very so perfect i love it um well as we start landing this disney ship and here's where sarah this, gives me crap this disney bowl of as chili we, as we start <laughs> cooling off this disney hot bowl of chili with clam decanes sticking clam. out of it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Can you tell the audience, we have traditions when we go to the park. Everyone does. As Sarah just mentioned, we went on Pirates of the Caribbean. But what she, she didn't say, and we've talked, up, talked about many times on previous episodes, is that that is our, when we get there, that's our first thing we have to do. That's the tradition. There's just no debate about it. We all know. We're going to Pirates very first thing when we get there. What's something that you guys do when you go to the park that you just have to do? It, and if you don't have something, that's okay. Just there are things. There are things. Um, we definitely start counterclockwise. We, never, we usually end up in New Orleans Square in the evening, nighttime. We usually don't yeah. go there in the morning. So yeah. that's kind of our loop. I, I, saving the best for last, yeah. maybe. In our <laughs> You start in Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually kind of make our way around. And then um, I'm a big anxious agoraphobic. And so Disneyland is very difficult for me as much as I love it. I mean, we've had times where I go and, and I just hang on Main Street the whole time and the boys just go off and do their thing. Kind of depends on how I'm doing. So oftentimes I'll make the boys go with me to Toontown first because it's kind of like the farthest back. And it may, you know, get through all the crowds and then it kind of gets the peak of anxiety and then it kind of makes it easier for me to manage the rest of the time. But we also, um, we do have a tradition, which is for your birthday. Every birthday for Ryan um, is spent at Disneyland. And we have ended up at the Plaza, the Plaza Inn. You guys correct me. What is it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but oftentimes it's at the little wharf area, uh, right outside of the Haunted Mansion where they mm -hmm. sell the, the soup bowls. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, it's usually closed around your birthday time. His birthday is the day before Halloween. So it's Halloween time in the parks and it's usually closed. So what we'll do is we'll go get, you know, Main Street confectionery treats, something that he picks for his birthday or back in by the poo ride, poo attraction. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to correct myself too, um, and then bring it to that spot. So we're right. So we're right on the river, um, and it's and often it's just been us for his birthday. Sing him happy birthday. We'll bring a lighter and a candle with us. Stick it in a Disney cupcake. That's probably my favorite Disney tradition. But yeah. I I love. I'm inspired by you guys. I would like every time we go, there should be something done every time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Our trips to the park are much more of an ordeal because we have to fly and stay yeah. in hotels and right. it's not like a day trip by any means. So, um, you know, when we go, we're going for days at a time. So yeah. our first, our first ride of the day is the first of many days, right? You know, it's like, we usually are three or more days at a time. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, being pass holders and, you know, having the three young boys, like there's lots of times where I'll just go up with either one or two of them, you know, and Lisa will be here. Probably and like how you guys grew up with your dad, right? Being a cast member, like just nonchalantly. Just and it's just real spur of the moment. There's, you know, being a pass holder, there's this great, like, weight taken off to like not have to do everything or in a certain order. You just go. And you just vibe on whatever you want to do at that particular time. 
and there's no stress and there's no, I got to get this or I got to do this because if you don't get it, you'll go yeah. a week later or two weeks later and it's fine. You know, that's the best part for sure. Well, we're crazier people because we're pass holders and we don't live locally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> well, time to move to Anaheim. That's right. I heard you. You're thinking about it, James. I heard in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got to convince this Oregon girl. Maybe Northern San Diego right now. And then you just, you know, you're you like within an hour's drive. Seasonal yeah. disorder or anything like that. Yes. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's awful out. Yeah. You guys have special lights for your depression? It hasn't rained here since October, I don't think. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I was just going to make a joke and say Disney Dependent is sponsored by Zoloft and Vitamin D. And I wouldn't be kidding. It, we're not sponsored, but we should be. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't think people fully grasp what it's like in the Northwest. I keep kicking my whiskey. It, it's like Ireland up here. Yeah, you know, in the early, no, mid-90s, I had a lot of friends in just the whole music scene up in Olympia. And so I spent a lot of time up in Olympia and... Uh, and I, I was on the phone with my friend um, who had lived up in Olympia, who was living up in Olympia, and she was complaining about the weather. And she said, and this has got to be, I don't know, this is 98 or 99. And she said they were on their 90th day straight of rain. 90 days straight. Has not let up for three months. Oh, my God, you guys. No, yeah. no that, I mean, that, that's about right. <laughs> We'll pray for you. Oh my gosh. But we won't and we will not. We will not do the rain dance. <laughs> we'll not do the rain dance. <laughs> no, we do not need rain dances here. That's for is there an anti-rain anti-rain dance? Yeah. I thought you just said, "Is there an intel?" And I was like, "Yeah, there's an intel right by my house." Yeah, there's. <laughs> That's a lot not of them, what you're talking about. That's so funny. <laughs> like, why are we talking about intel? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Thank you for grossing us out with these delicious candy canes. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> and and next time we do this, we'll have to do this in person and hopefully somewhere on property. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you guys for being such amazing sports and for having us on. We're honored. I, We're such big fans. Beyond, beyond honored. Hold I mean, on. I can't. Look at this shirt. Hey, everybody in the podcast that can't see me right now, I'm wearing a Disney dependent shirt, and you should be jealous. <laughs> super awesome. The graphics are sick, and it's super cozy. So it's super badass. It. Go get one. <laughs> Thank you. Love it, too. That's awesome. Such a pleasure, you guys. Thank you so much again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much. Sorry to cut you off, Ryan. I, this Zoom thing sucks. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Wait, hold on just a second. Sarah... I love that hoodie. Where'd you get it? Oh, this is my new favorite hoodie. It is a Lilo and Stitch surf shop in the style of the Ron John surf shop. Um, I got it from Flying House Threads on Etsy. Uh, they have an Instagram also, Flying House Threads. And if you'd like to get your very own sweatshirt, you can use our discount code. It's dependent15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now comes the time where we recommend our content. Our weekly yeah. recommendations good. from Disney Independent. <laughs> uh, and today, we all have the same recommended media. Boy, do we. We all finally got a chance to watch Soul. My God. It's on Disney Plus, and it is so wonderful. So good. Yeah, I mean, we all knew it was going to be good, but, oh man, that movie really, really caught me off guard. It, I didn't know how good it was going to be. And I no. didn't, I really didn't know what it was going to be about. Me I thought neither. it was going to be about a jazz singer or Me jazz too. musician. Yeah. And that was it. Like it was going to be about that. Well, I knew per the trailer that it went into the ethereal. It went into the sort of beyond the normal. We'll See, say. I think I saw the trailer so long ago that I forgot that. So I right. really didn't have any knew... idea what I was getting myself into. Oh, okay. That's even cooler. Though. I didn't remember that there was any sort of like, I I didn't realize soul was referring to yeah, your, soul your soul outside of your body as yeah. opposed to just like being soulful. And how about how they handled all of that and the, like the mentors and yeah. Oh my God. It was really something else. And profoundly deep 
Mm-hmm. Um, someone... D- oh, so this is what it was. So one of the characters, the drummer in the movie, the big drummer dude that yeah. like, goes and hi- gets the guy to come to that gig. Right. He, his former student. His former student, right. That's what it is. He's played by Questlove, the mm-hmm. drummer of The Tonight Show and the drummer of The Roots. I did not know that. Yeah. See, I'm learning all kinds of stuff right now. Yeah, and so on The Tonight Show, uh, Jimmy Fallon turns to Questlove, who's the, the band leader of The Tonight Show, and he's like, we also want to say, you know, congrats to our, our very own Quest for being, you know, a, a vocal appearance on, in this movie, Soul. And he starts talking about it. He's like, yeah, when they first asked me to do it, I thought I was just doing like a guest vocal for for a movie he's like i've done a few of those before you'll play like a you know a little rat or something and it's mm-hmm. 20 seconds on screen but they're like no we want you to be an actual character in the movie and then he's like yeah so it's it like one of the coolest things i've ever been a part of and it, and then he like kind of turned to the camera he's like and i want you you guys to know the audience at home i want you guys to know this isn't really a kid's movie i would agree and yeah i mean i kept thinking that the whole time i was like he's right if i were an eight-year-old kid that's used to watching Aladdin or the Lion King or mm-hmm. some random cartoon, any of the Disney cartoons. I think they're still going to have some enjoyment for sure. Cause it's animated. There's a lot of that familiar animated storytelling there. It's Disney and Pixar. So it's not, it's not, not a kid's movie, right? But it was clearly made for us adults that have been through. And not only adults, but yeah, people who, yeah, like at least late thirties to, I mean, right into your 70s i can't even imagine older you had to have lived a life to fully let it hit you i think to have like existential crises yeah and like regrets and just yeah wondered about the afterlife and wondered about what it all means Mm -hmm. yeah and even just be um able to kind of grasp the concept of your soul and what that looks like and how you you know if you believe in souls then you have a soul before you're born and you have a soul after you die yes and that is a theme in this movie where there are souls waiting to become a fully formed personality before they can go to earth and become a person before they even start i mean yeah i don't think that an eight-year-old is going to even understand that. So they're just going to think these cute little bubbles are popping around and being cute, but they're not going to get the concept of this story at all. Until they're older. Until they're older. older. It will be like, um, like uh, Sarah Silverman says in her most recent comedy um, special, she says, latent realizations. Yes. (laughs) That'll be one of those things. Like I saw soul when I was eight and then you're like 45 on the subway and you're like, Oh, oh, I get it. Now. And I mean, less so than usual, but like a more refined palette, I think, version of uh, kids are watching this. And I think that they can like really enjoy the the silly goofiness. There's yeah. the gag. There's so many like great gags of like they're trying to, you know, jump down to earth and he keeps getting spit back out again. Yeah, and right. the cat, the cat is so oh, great. Yes, I cat. love the cat. So good. So it is approachable for children and i don't yeah. i don't have kids so i don't know like how exclusionary is that a word sure i think like, so if it excludes them from like the conversation excludes them from the content of the movie but to I, me it seems like it's um they if anything they're just kind of not fully grasping what's happening right. yeah right i think that's the case for most movies when kids are watching they're watching the visuals and they like the music yep. yes um and they won't get it so it won't like destroy them there's no. nothing about this movie that's like gonna uh you know break a kid no they're just not necessarily gonna get it right they're not gonna get a lot of it maybe but let me just say that as an adult who has Oof, her own issues goodness. with you know like what is my purpose why am i here totally you know what's my spark yeah. Uh, this is, it's one of the most beautiful movies I've seen in a really long time. I love how they handle that part of it. The spark. Yeah. yeah. Cause that, that was something I've struggled with my whole life. Like what gets you out of bed in the morning? And for me, I always thought that was music the pursuit of music. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously changed over time, but I, I think it's, I think it's a big mistake that people think that their, their purpose in life is like career. Or this one thing. This one thing. 
and it's something that you're good at and it's something that you're good at it has to be something you're good at exactly yeah i think there's a broader point of life than that yeah so anyway they they go over that also the soundtrack the original score was amazing Mm -hmm. trent reznor and atticus ross who trent reznor is obviously from nine inch nails and oddly enough has a second career in scoring movies and his the score doesn't you would never know it's the guy from nine inch nails oh no nothing (laughs) about it is nine inch nails no at all but if you're a big fan of trent Reznor, you hear the through line for sure in his scores so he did um social 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 Network. network and he works with david fincher yeah a lot of david fincher movies so anyway loved it and that was sort of just icing on the cake yeah, I would say that it is like a more um a more serious version of Inside Out. Yeah. Yep. It's like even less yes. for kids or, you know, made for kids than Inside Out, but still with that sort of same Yeah. You're going to get a lot out of this as an adult. A genius way of handling the emotions. That's yes. what I loved about Inside Out. It was just brilliant. It's even more brilliant. Yeah, and it is also hilarious very so fun. funny super entertaining it was a great fun light-hearted popcorn movie to watch too mm-hmm. so it's not like you know there's some really deep movies out there uh you remember the movie the fountain mm-hmm. i mean that is like the most intense movie this is, yeah like the animated version but it's of like the, the fountain. animated fun <laughs> pixar version of the fountain uh fountain uh, who's in that um is that uh, hugh jackman yes. hugh jackman, hugh jackman and rachel vice yes vice it's a darren aronofsky movie i saw that a long time ago and i remember just feeling like this it's is too much very intense it's too heavy i'm feeling too many things his, right now just a quick synopsis of that movie his wife is dying of cancer he figure out figures out a way to he's on the cusp of figuring out a way to cure yes cancer but it's also a time traveling. It's also a time. He he time travels and like the purpose of humans comes into play. There's a moment where he's like elevated, you know, like Buddhist monk style, like mm-hmm. meditation stance where he's like floating through space. That's all time. I remember from the movie. <laughs> and the most intense music swells. You it's just like, melt into the tree of life that's floating out through outer space. Yeah. So it's like a, it's it's like like a, a tool Pixar video. version of the fountain. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly it, it's what I was thinking last night. Yeah. It's like this is just like the fountain, but fun and animated. The <laughs> and cat, it, fat cat. I think my favorite thing about this is that it plays off of death in in a really great way. Similar to Coco, but less um less like loss mm-hmm. so like yeah. um the people who they show that that are going to their whatever is the beyond the great beyond they're excited to go they're excited. and it's just part of like the cycle of everything they've accepted it yeah it's not just oh this is done and now i'm going to where this is where i go now yeah it's just like just there's a like, really phase. positive like yeah. um i don't know forward momentum mm-hmm. i also really liked that it is not a love story like yeah. there's no romantic no. interest in it no and i also really appreciate that it is about a family that is a family of color yes and they it, don't he's also talk older. about it yeah. that's not the point of nope. the movie it no. just it's like finally a movie where it's not about the fact that they're not white we it, just watched, I loved that. There's something on, like a behind the scenes thing on Disney Plus about Pixar where they talk about that and how it was like a goal for them to not like to cast people of color and different just different. Yeah. Different people. But they they're like talking about how they didn't want to do it and make it seem too obvious because then it just seems like woke. Everything's now political and you can't just can't avoid it. Um, so, I, yeah, I think they just handled that really well. And I also like that he was like in his, he was a middle-aged guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just some... A middle school middle, music teacher. the average <laughs> human. Yep. And that obviously speaks to everyone. Yes. Because we all feel immensely average. Totally. Unheard and forgettable. And that, you know, again, like that's something I struggled with a lot when I was younger. I just felt like if I were to die that no one would care and that no one would remember me. Mm-hmm. And so I had to document as much as I could, whether it was through music. I mean, for me, it was only music. But at least there's something in physical and recorded form that people could refer back to forever. Yeah. 
and I had that like celebrity complex, right? I had to be of some fame or mm-hmm. infamy in some kind. Right. And now as I get older and been around Ashley long enough where she's like, that's the opposite of what I want. Right. I don't want anyone. I, that's not what life is for me. It's never been about that. Totally. I remember having that conversation with Papa before he passed away. Yeah. Where he was talking about, um, he was talking about somebody's legacy. And what he meant by that was basically how much money they've made. Right. What impact they've made on the world. Mm-hmm. But not the same way that when I think about a legacy and I told him that I was like, you are leaving an incredible legacy. Yeah. You raised a family of people who love each other and have found people who they love yeah. and have had families who they love. You're When you leave this planet, you're leaving so many people who are here because you yeah look at his memorial yeah it was insane i mean you know and not to get too deep on the disney dependent podcast but (laughs) that's what it's all about is your family or whatever you make your family Mm -hmm. and you know i i think that they they hit that in this movie they yeah they hit it right on the head yeah I mean, this is the longest we've talked about a recommendation. But I, it's all three of ours. But so. it's all three of ours, yeah. So it it, it uh, requires that time. Yeah, it was a beautiful movie. If you don't have Disney+, Plus, it's worth it to get it for the month so you can watch this movie and then cancel it if you must. How crazy is that? That's free. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's free. If you have Disney+, Plus. Yeah. it's free to watch a new feature-length movie that would have been in the theaters. Right. It would have cost a lot of money to see. It would have come out on Christmas Day. It come out because it did. Day. It came out on Disney yeah. Plus on Christmas Day. I know. Yeah, it's it's great. It's an, Definitely it's recommend time. it for anyone, including little kids. But also notice or just know that they do say hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple times yes. in a funny way. You might in a have super your funny kid, way. Okay, so good. You might have your kid occasionally turn to you and go, "What's going on? I don't yeah. get it. Why is that bubble saying hell, 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 hell?" <laughs> Good stuff. Check it out. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See See you real soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at Disney Dependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.